0: Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: Hey, Alex, how's it going, man?
0: It's going well. How are
1: you doing? Good. It's been a long time. Things going well for you? Yes, sir. I think, I, I, think I last spoke to you on uh, Overcomer right before that came out.
0: Yeah, so a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, so excited to talk to you again. And um, this is a cool conversation going back to not only the, the, the new film Show Me the Father, but Courageous, because I was on set with you guys uh, back in 2010. So really cool to see uh, see the new ending on this. Um, I'm excited for people to see this. I was excited when I watched this. I'm like, then when I saw the ending, I'm like, wow, that's really cool how they did that. Like, kind of brought all these characters back together. So, obviously, we're not going to reveal that during the interview, but I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Steve and I were talking when we were approaching the 10 year anniversary, and we uh, can't remember a movie where you literally see the actor's age. You know, uh, ten years. I know that you yeah. can see people age with makeup or prosthetics or things like that, but but not uh, not literally age. So it's it was fun to shoot those new scenes, and uh, to, hopefully the audience will will be delighted with the twists at the end.
1: Yeah, and I I thought that was really cool, especially uh, you know, everybody looked except for the kids that kind of grew up there. That that was cool seeing uh, uh, seeing the you know Kevin's character's son. Uh, all grown up and stuff, but the the one, the, one, the thing that I thought was funny was um, uh, when you when you asked Ken Bevel's character, you know, what's your secret for saying so young looking? He said vegetables, and I think that's hilarious because I grew up. I've never really liked vegetables, but maybe maybe that's maybe there's a truth to that, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Ken, uh, you know, he doesn't look different at all, and then Robert no, Amaya the looks. Yeah, Robert Amaya I also looks pretty much the same. The rest of us, you can tell. There's, uh, you know, even Ben Davies, who's still young. He's in his mid 30s, but he looks different than he did in the movie. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was it was fun to do those scenes, and and you uh, know, felt like a, a reunion of sorts when we were shooting it. So we we enjoyed it.
1: That's pretty cool. All right. So what we're going to do with the interview today is um, I'm going to be talking to your brother, uh, hopefully sometime next week, about. Um, I'm going to focus with him about Show Me the Father, so I'm going to focus with you on Courageous, but I am going to ask a question because I'm going to combine the questions in post-production to kind of seem like uh, with the Show Me the Father interview that you guys are both on the phone together, even though we're not going to okay. be on the phone together. That way we can kind of roll okay. off each other. So your, your question for Show Me the Father, which I'm going to do first, um, is basically going to be um, the Blessing. Um, I watched your live stream yesterday that you had on, on Facebook and I kind of wanted to touch on that because that was the thing that I wanted to ask you since you were the, the first of the two brothers to get married and uh, your father uh, being a part of the stories of all the movies. I didn't know that until I saw uh, Show Me the Father. Um, and it makes sense now going back and seeing those scenes and stuff. I'm like, wow, that's that's actually cool how they've done that. I did, That's one thing I did not know about the films, um, having seen all the films. So I thought that was pretty cool. So that we'll do that first and then... Um, the majority of, of your or my talk will be about Courageous and kind of the impact um, that you see it having 10 years later. And, you know, what are your thoughts on, on how the movie's aged in that period of time and then kind of the differences between the, the the one from 2011 to this one that's coming up in October?
0: Very good. That sounds great.
1: All right. So we'll go ahead and get started. <clears throat> so I'm just going to go right into the question for... Show me the father, and then I'll do kind of an intro for the courageous one. So, Alex, let me get your take on this. Uh, Show me the father is uh, number one. It's it's a great film, but one of the elements that you uh, put in this movie is the blessing. And I know personally, in my life, I I, I did not grow up in a Christian home, um, and and I've never gotten that uh, blessing from from my father. Uh, you know the. And I, I'm just wanting to, you know, kind of get your mindset on that, on including that in this film of the blessing of the Father. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, what that is and, uh, you know, how, how it plays out in this, in this documentary?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, when uh, in Scripture a father would give a blessing to his children, it mainly was asking God – to provide, protect, expand their borders, to make them fruitful at whatever they do. It was also a very loving affirmation of the father's love and approval um, over his child. And so for me, though I felt loved growing up and though my dad did tell me he loved me, it was at my wedding that my father... Gave me what uh, in the film I call a formal public blessing, and that is, he spoke uh, success, he spoke love, he spoke prosperity over me. He um, told the audience he considered me a man that he uh, saw um, good things coming in my future and was praying for that. And so it was. It's kind of like a stamp of approval that you are my son. I'm proud of you. I love you. I believe that your future is, is going to be very good. And I ask God to bless you and your family. And so he did that at my wedding. And there's just something powerful about a father who has a level of authority in his children's life uh, to do that over his children. And, um, and then I have watched that play out. And Not that life is, is easy, but I have seen God's hand um, of provision and direction over my life and my family's life. And so that is that is more powerful than I think modern-day audiences might expect. And so in the movie, Show Me the Father, we talk about that blessing. We talk about even how to give that blessing, whether you got it from your father or not. And um so there, I love that portion of the movie because I think men long for that. They long to hear their dad say, you've got what it takes. I love you. I'm
1: proud of you. I'm grateful you're
0: my child. And I pray God's blessing over your life.
1: And, you know, watching that in this film, um, you know, watching this, this video of your wedding, uh, what w- what were you thinking when your, when your dad did that for you at your wedding? I mean, did you know that he was going to do that or was that something that was – That kind of caught you off guard?
0: At my wedding, I remember standing there, and, and, you know, we had done the rehearsal the day before, so my father said, I have a blessing for you at this time, but he didn't tell me what he was going to say. And so I thought it was going to be fairly brief, but it went on for a while, and he used the passages out of Deuteronomy 28 to bless me. And, um, and then even, uh, you know, out of the uh, Sermon on the Mount and some of the New Testament passages where Jesus is talking about, you know, the meek will inherit the earth and, and um, you know, those who love will be loved and those who give will be given to. And and he prayed all of those good things over me and uh, was very bold in telling me, son, I love you. May you never question my love for you. May you never question that I see you as a grown man, capable and and um, fruitful, and and may your home be blessed with children, and and I have six kids. And he just talked about may God put His hand on your life, and and on your wife's life, and do what He wants to do, and may 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 all of that be fulfilled. And th- then it has been fulfilled. Even actually, by the time I was thirty-eight, I remember watching that again, thinking, Lord, You are faithful. You've done all these things. My dad prayed over me, and um. So there's just a lot of significance to that. So I have already started doing that for my kids. When they graduate high school and are heading to college, I give them their first formal blessing. Now I'm not talking about telling them I love them regularly. I love, you know, I tell them I love them, I give them a hug, you know, tell them I believe in them. But but there's something to to be said for a formal, almost ceremonial blessing, because those are so memorable. You know, it, it's just like it's etched in your head, and so. I've begun to do that at their high school graduation. I will do it again at their college graduation, certainly at their weddings. Um, but I don't want my kids to have any doubt at all of their place in my heart, uh, their place in God's heart, or that I believe that God can do amazing things with their lives.
1: That's amazing. And, you know, one of the things that I that I felt was was really great about this film is uh, someone that's kind of been behind the scenes of uh, all of these films, which which I didn't know, um, and that's, that's your father. And the one thing that I thought was cool about this is that um, you've actually included uh, kind of a piece of your father in all of the films, and I didn't know that. Um, what was – what has that been kind of – and I'm actually surprised that that didn't come out before now. Um, but now that I look back, I'm like, yeah, it actually makes sense. Um, was that something that you that you and Stephen felt that uh, you know, hey, we need to we need to let people in on this and let them know that this is how we honored our father by putting these elements in the, in this film?
0: I think that fatherhood has always had a significant place in our hearts when it comes to storytelling. And ultimately, we do want to point back to God the Father. But because we had a dad that did love us, that did um, fight to protect his family, and started a new legacy. Uh, in the movie, we briefly talked about the fact that my grandfather, for most of his life, was not walking with God and did not behave in ways that were honorable until later in his life. And so my dad had to overcome a poor example of a father to be a good father to us, and that's very hard. And so as we began understanding that, the older we got, we uh, wanted to put examples of fathers in our movies that were honorable and that were learning to do it the right way. Of course, that leads up to Courageous. But um, So we were motivated to um, not just honor our dad with these roles, but to paint a picture of fathers in our films, that uh, are striving to make the positive impact on their kids and to uh, honor the Lord. And so we found ourselves wanting to put examples of dads in our films like that. And, 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 of course, our number one example of that is our dad, Larry Kendrick. And so often the the father in our movies would resemble in some way our dad. And that even goes back to our first movie, Flywheel. And so you can go through all six of our movies, actually, we have a seventh coming out that we've just shot. But, um, and, and you'll see examples of, of our dad. You can say, oh, Larry Kendrick is like that. And I, we see where the Kendricks got that idea. And it's true. We put examples of our dad in pretty much every movie. Not, not uh, um, I mean, this is not a worshipful thing. You know, we worship God, but we honor our dad. And, um, and he was just our example, and we loved the example that he was, even with multiple sclerosis that He's been battling with for years. His character and his integrity. Uh, we felt that we we uh, uh, we wanted to put those in our films.
1: Yeah, and you and you see that in Show Me the Father when when they when you guys interview him and I just and and I can't wait for people to see the response for this film, Alex. I mean, it's just it, it was an amazing film to sit and watch, and uh, I I honestly can't wait to see what with you know, with what the Lord does with this film, like he has with all of the films that you guys have done. And um, I'm super excited to have been a part of promoting all these films all these years. So I, I definitely appreciate what you guys do for the kingdom. And uh, I pray that the Lord continues to bless you guys uh, in each and every one of these films and projects that you guys are a part of. All right. So that's where we'll end um the part on "Show Me the Father," so we'll focus uh, shift the focus here to courageous legacy. And just so you know, with um, "Show Me the Father," i i knew about I knew about as much about the film as everybody else did before I saw the screening for it uh, last month. And um, I tell you, growing up, I had a dad in the home, but it's like he was there, but he wasn't there. If you know what I mean. My dad was abusive. Yeah. My hey, dad hey, hey. was. Go
0: ahead. Hey, by the way, I, I just wanted to apologize real quick. I was responding to your last statement, but I had muted my phone just because I had to cough, and then I'm so I was talking back to you, and I was like, oh, he's not hearing me, and I realized I had I had muted it for a brief moment. Do you want to so go ahead? And,
1: that. Do you want to go ahead and finish? You want to go ahead and add that real quick? We can do that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jay. We're we're very grateful for you you covering all the films, and uh, very grateful for your ministry and and hope that the people have the same reaction when they see these films, both show me the father and courageous legacy that they leave not only entertained, but very, very inspired to honor the Lord with their lives. And and in regard to the dads out there, that they are uh, reminded with a visual picture of the importance of their influence. So I hope people get the same thing out of it.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, going back to when I was watching this, my dad was, uh, you know, my dad was uh, a, a drunk. He was a, he was a drug addict, and but he was still in the home. Um, he was here, but it's like he wasn't here. He was physically abusive towards me. I have two other siblings that are younger than me, and I kind of caught the brunt of all of his anger and everything. And so I didn't have, I didn't have that godly leadership um, of, you know, a godly father in my home. And so when I started having kids, I have five kids myself, ranging in age from four to 22. And I can tell you that in the beginning, uh, when I gave my life to Christ, it was still a struggle for me because I didn't have, um, I didn't have a godly role model in my home. I mean, I had other men in my life that kind of came in here and there and helped me out, but it wasn't, wasn't a biblical or godly role model. So when I started um, having kids myself and you know going to church and everything and i i found jesus um i still didn't know how to you know to lead my my own children in a godly way and when i was watching this film i'm like goodness i'm i'm so glad that there's other people out there in the faith now that um basically had the same struggle i did trying to figure out okay well how, how do i lead my children the way that god wants me to and this film really opened my eyes and that's Something, Alex, that, that, your, that your films have done to me since the beginning. I was on the set of Courageous, and I can tell you that when I was up there, um, I didn't know. I, I knew a lot about the movie prior to it coming out, which was kind of hard because we had to keep that in for like a year before the film released. But one thing I can say is I came home refreshed and kind of a new man because I knew what was going to happen in the movie. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't ever want to have to deal with that in my own life. I need to step up. And and be a leader, be a father, be a husband that I need to be. So, you know, that's something your films have done to challenge me personally, and and I love that because I know when I see a Kendrick film, a Kendrick Brothers movie coming out, I know that I'm going to be challenged. I know they're. I know you guys and are that's what challenge we, me with every film that comes out.
0: Yeah, that and that's what we want to do. You know, I, there's enough just pure entertainment out there with no. Moral or spiritual value to it, and we're hopeful that you know just as Jesus told these parables and there was truth embedded in the, each parable that he told, and people could relate to it, that people will watch our films, relate to it, still enjoy the journey of the film, where you might laugh and cry and you know see the drama for what it is. But at the end of the day that you are you are leaving the theater very thoughtful of where, where you stand with the Lord. And hopefully, where the Lord has prompted your heart with um, maybe a direction you need to to go or a change that needs to be made, you know. So at the end of the day, people are edified and challenged, and hopefully inspired to walk closer to the Lord. So if that's the result of of these films, then that that would spell success for us.
1: Amen. All right, so we'll dive into courageous legacy real quick. So I'm going to do another intro here. Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Builder. I'm so excited about our interview today. Um, Coming up October 15th is a re-release of a movie that came out 10 years ago called Courageous. And I not only had the opportunity to uh, cover and promote that film back then, but um, I was lucky enough to be one of the folks that were able to go up to Albany, Georgia, to the set and be able to see that film Uh, being made so I'm excited today we have uh, director Alex Kendrick on the line with us today and you know Alex my first question is for you um, looking back in the 10 years since the original film released in September of 2011 um, what what is your impression of just you know just the impact that this film has has made in that time and continues to make for those who who are discovering it for the first time
0: well, we're delighted because uh, it was our hope from the very beginning that uh, men, especially, I mean, the, the, everyone could enjoy the film, but men, especially, would watch Courageous and see a picture of fatherhood and that it would inspire them to make any adjustments or changes that uh, would help their, their position as father to be more fruitful, to be more strategic and purposeful in the lives of their children and even their marriage. And, um, we we were stunned at some of the responses when Courageous initially came out. We had uh, churches, individuals, and even other countries contacting us, talking about the message and impact of Courageous. For example, there are churches all over America. If you've seen the film, then you know what the resolution ceremony is. There are churches, and I'm talking hundreds of them, that contacted us and and would send pictures of their own resolution ceremonies that their men did uh, on a Sunday or maybe a Wednesday night where they um, affirm those biblical principles in their own home and commit to doing them, and um, just renewing their role as father. You know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, marriage counseling is familiar to many people. Before you get married, a lot of people get marriage counseling to prepare for it. But there's very little in the way of preparation to be a, a mom or a dad. It just, you know, when the baby comes, you, you learn what you can. And, and so we were thinking, wow, you know, just to me, a McDonald's manager takes a lot of training. And, and yet a lot of people have zero training when it comes to being a parent. And, uh, and there is spiritual and uh, psychological ramifications to that if you don't know what you're doing and you're not strategic and purposeful and so a uh, courageous hit a, hit a uh, hit a very interesting place in our culture we We heard from Ecuador we heard from a lot of countries in South America we heard from Australia we heard from uh, some places over in Europe where they saw the movie and they began sharing those principles or doing resolution ceremonies, calling men to a biblical standard of fatherhood. So, and that, that has continued over the last 10 years. So as we approached the 10-year anniversary of Courageous, we thought, man, there's there's a new generation of fathers that did not have kids a decade ago, and these principles still apply. So how can we freshen up the movie and re-release it? And so that's the purpose of this Courageous Legacy version and, um, and so we were able to do some things to spruce it up. And I think people will be surprised, especially if they've already seen the film, at some of the changes that we've made and w- with a new ending. But um, we're, we're just delighted to re-release it, and uh, can't wait to see the impact.
1: So tell us about some of the things that we can expect from this courageous legacy compared to the original. What kind of things that you guys uh, go back and do um, that, that maybe you weren't able to do uh, when the original one came out in theaters a decade ago?
0: So 10 years ago, we delivered the movie in 2K resolution. Some people will know what that means. But we shot it in 4K, but we we only delivered it in 2K because that's what theaters required. So today, we went back to the original 4K footage, re-edited the movie, recolored it, added new special effects. Then we went out and shot new footage for, like, establishing shots. You know, we used drone shots. It's amazing what drones can film today. That we, that we couldn't do 10 years ago. That, that technology wasn't available. So you'll see new shots in the film. We added two deleted scenes back into the movie that uh, we wanted in the movie originally, but we felt it was getting too long. But when we re-edited it, it's a little bit tighter, and so we were able to save some time. And then we shot a new ending. And um, the new ending basically catches up with the characters 10 years later. And I think people are going to be delighted and surprised at some of the twists and where the characters are 10 years later. But, you know, how many times do you get to see a film and find out what happened to the characters a decade later? And these our characters literally are 10 years older. So it's it's kind of fun to watch uh, that in the film. So new color, new sound, new effects, new shots, uh, some new scenes, and a brand-new ending, and then it's uh, higher-resolution 4K. So this is definitely the best version of Courageous.
1: I agree. And, uh, you know, the original film was, was amazing. Obviously, uh, you know, being able to see that firsthand, um, you know, filming that I was, I was actually a part of a couple different scenes in the film. Um, one of the scenes was, uh, when, when you're sitting, uh, at outside the bank, um, with, with Kevin Downs character, um, in the, in the truck talking, um, I was there for that. And then I was there for the, the 5k scene. And I remember, you know, you know that that scene only comprises of a, of maybe about 15 seconds of the final film but i remember when we were filming that we were out there all day but the one cool thing about right. that scene was is that your scouts and location uh people who picked the areas where you're going to film did an amazing job at that because i remember that canopy of trees that kind of came out and kind of uh, enveloped the street with a little bit of shade, which made it a lot more bearable, but that was fun. And um, I'm I'm so proud to have been in that. I was actually running alongside you. You see me in the shots that you're in um, with your son in the film throughout that. So that was just an amazing experience for me, and um, I'll, I'll never forget it.
0: Yeah, that was fun to shoot, and it was fun to have that many men, many men and their sons Running together, and and, you know, I can still look at that shot and pick out guys um, that 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 I know or that came into town to do that. And it was just that was a great moment. And you're you're correct; it's only a few seconds of the movie, but there was something special about that scene, and it it was a beautiful location. So, uh, but that's still in the movie. And um, and uh, and again, I think uh, by the end of the film, people are going to be surprised at some of the ways we re-edited and extended. Uh, some of those pieces.
1: Yeah. And that's, it, it, yeah, no. it's, it's really cool how the, the film has, has, has even aged after 10 years. And I really can't wait for people to see this uh, courageous legacy version of the film and see the new ending. And, you know, one thing, Alex, and, and I'm, I want to get your thoughts on this. When you guys were filming this movie, I remember um, sitting in, uh, I, I believe the choir room of Sherwood Baptist church. And Stephen was showing us some scenes from the film that you guys had done uh, prior to us getting there. But one scene that, had just been filmed that you guys had not um, like edited and stuff yet was the Snake King scene uh, with Robert Amaya. And yeah. just Stephen explaining the scene, telling us what was going on, how the scene played out and stuff. It sounded hilarious, but I cannot tell you how funny that was watching that scene in the theaters when when the film was done. And still 10 years later, that's one of the funniest scenes any faith-based film that I have ever seen. And I, I know that Robert still gets a lot of uh, feedback from that uh, being so funny in the film. Um, looking back on that scene, um, you know, was was that something uh, – was, was it originally written in the script like that, or was that something that kind of – that Robert kind of ad-libbed along the way? Or how, how did that scene break down, and, you know, w- what's your take on it like 10 years later on the response you guys have gotten from it?
0: We always ask God for ideas for, you know, inspiration and for humor. And uh, so we prayed about an idea. And and so we did have that concept in mind. But, of course, Robert Amaya brought so much life to it. And so we shot it three different times at three different levels. In other words, I asked Robert to give me a subtle uh, level and then a medium level and then an over-the-top level and the final cut is actually an edit of all three, and so, um, but he was just fantastic, and uh, we loved, you know, we laughed a lot during the filming of that scene, uh, so we didn't have to act, you know, it was, it was really, really funny, and so I love hearing audiences when we get to that scene, uh, just their response, and uh, and, and how there's, the, the theater is usually very loud at that point when they're laughing. And so, yeah, that's one of our favorite all-time scenes, especially um, uh, comedy in any of our films. And uh, it'd be hard to top that. But I, I think when people see this one, we actually revisit that character in a special way by the end of the film. And so I hope people uh, love it when they see it.
1: Oh, I do too. And obviously he's, he's talking in Spanish about Chick-fil-A uh, which which is not mentioned in the movie, but we all knew what they were talking about. The uh, one of the yeah. best restaurants ever, <laughs> and uh, it's it's just cool. And you know, in closing, Alex, Courageous Legacy comes out October fifteenth. And what, what what are you and Stephen really hoping that people take away from this film after seeing this new version? Maybe people that have have never seen the original Courageous. What is your hope and prayer that they take away um, in seeing this new legacy version of the film?
0: Well first when you go see Courageous Legacy if you've seen the original version you will it will seem familiar but yet very fresh because there's so many new aspects to this version including a new ending but at the same time I hope people are reminded of the biblical principles of fatherhood and of parenting for both men and women and the crucial um, opportunity to pour into the lives of our kids very strategically very purposefully so that they know who they are, whose they are, and that they believe that by honoring the Lord, their life will become more meaningful and fruitful. And parenting is a hard job, and we can't take it lightly. And especially when men take the mantle of leadership in their homes and purpose to be that example for their kids, that person to bless, that person to pray for, to provide, to protect, and to love, when they take that role Seriously, as if if it's part of their professional job, it's 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 that serious. You you have to take it very uh, intentionally. Uh, it makes all the difference in the life of the children. Uh, and my, my brothers and I are um, evidence of that. Our dad did that for us, and we've seen over the last ten years how many men have taken it seriously in their homes and been much more strategic with their kids. And so we should not wait on the world to tell us who we are or to give us our value. That should come from the home first. And So courageous is a, is a reminder of that. So you will be entertained when you see it, but at the same time, you'll be reminded and inspired to uh, be the father or the parent that God calls us to be. And so it's definitely worth seeing, and we're, we're proud of it and grateful for it, grateful for what God's already done, and uh, grateful for what he will do.
1: Amen. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to have you here on Kingdom Builder, and we just pray that the Lord can continue to work through these films. Uh, Courageous Legacy comes out October 15th in theaters, so make plans to go and see it when it comes out on opening weekend. All right, and that's where we'll end the call. I appreciate it. I hope I didn't dig into any more <clears throat> anybody else's time, but I'll let you go. But thank you so much for everything you do, and we'll be continuing to pray over these two films and that, that the Lord can do big things with it.
0: Yeah, two quick things. Uh, ShowMeTheFatherMovie.com is uh, that uh, website, and then CourageousTheMovie.com is the uh, website for Courageous Legacy.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna actually, when I put the whole interview together, I'm going to be mentioning all that because I'm actually a legacy partner for Show Me the Father here in Florida. So I'm sending this the screening link out to um, leaders and pastors and even uh, Christian music, music musicians that can – endorse the film so um, i've got a couple people i've got john elefante i don't know if you're familiar with him he was lead singer of kansas for a couple of their records and is an amazing christian artist um, i sent him the screening link last night um, and he has adoption as a part of his story as well so um, i'm sending it out to a lot of folks here and i'm really hoping to get some good feedback for you guys and get this show me the father film out there so everybody can go check it out
0: that's awesome jay great to talk to you and thank you again for all you're doing you too,
1: brother. All right. Well, thank you, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon, Alex. Thanks so much. All right. Bless you. Bye bye.